that's not all it is. Trust me. I have eyes on the street still. I know she's been working out, shopping and shit. She's leaving me. I can feel it. Let's say she does. Is it going to break you? Michael wasn't sure. He shook his head though. Exactly. You're Mikey fucking Norris. Stop acting like you're losing. No matter how it might look, you're still on top. You still have me. You're not by yourself. Coco was right. He sighed, forcing himself to man up. You said Nikki's party is tonight, huh? And if y'all want more, y'all better go grab this book because I ain't telling y'all nothing else. Don't forget to check out Let's Shop B B I H. <laughs> okay. Shop for any merch for the podcast. We appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. We appreciate you listening. And you can check out the video footage of Casey, Kiki, and Shan. And our first author on the podcast, Tracy, on YouTube under Shannon Pods channel for youtube there you go i don't know what happened hola yeah i don't know what happened either so why you got in so late who me me? kiki oh Oh, because traffic was bad and then i had stopped to go get food because i was not cooking tonight and then um kobe had team ball okay what's up with you kate Go ahead. I was talking to Kobe. Oh, you talking to Kobe? Yeah. Oh, girl, nothing. Yeah. They're trying to postpone video games as a release because these people at work was pissing me off today. What happened? Homegirl took me all around the world just to go up the street. And like, so I had an endorsement, right, to add on to a policy. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who trained me on an endorsement. So when I was doing, the, when I was using the tool, I was like, okay, so I did the tool. Now what? So she was like, oh, give me a few minutes. I'll give you a call and we can go over it. I said, okay, cool. So once she calls me for us to go over the tool, I'm like, okay, I did the tool. Now what? So she was like, all right, so what you're going to do is you're going to send an email to service to log in the endorsement so you'll get credit for it. And then once they send the task, once they task it back to you, then you're going to add your note in the system and then task it back to them to do the endorsement. And I was like, so why don't I just do that in the email in the first place? Right. And she was like, she like, oh, because they don't add the note. And then I said, okay. I mean, I could always add the note. And then they'll see my email to them saying to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, but this is how I like to do it. I said, oh, so this is just a personal purpose. This ain't how you're supposed to do it. This is how you do it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. A lot of people get that misconstrued. Because my way may not work for you. Your way may not work for me. Right, so she was like, okay, yeah, so this is how I do it. I said, okay. So because this is, because I'm your property, I have to run cat, I have to do a cat model. 
mm-hmm. because people you know in in insurance with um property we run the cat to make sure that ain't no ain't no flood zone no earthquake zone no fire no wildfires stuff like that right mm-hmm. no i don't know all that oh well you've been out you've been out you've been out you've been out the underwriting side for a minute yeah. you've been out of the underwriting side for a minute i remember I doing I... so anyway underwriting we... the Kobe. Mm-hmm. i know i'm laughing at this and underwriting when you when you update anything that has to do with property, yeah, you have to run uh, a a catastrophe model. So you need to see if it's earthquake, if it's flood, whatever is in it going on in the area because you might have to charge like a higher premium. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So she's telling me to do all this stuff, which is just like processing a regular endorsement. And then I said, okay, so when do I do the cat modeling? Oh, she said, oh, you can do that whenever. I'm like, so bitch, like, why the fuck you ain't tell me? Like in my mind, so like my mind when she says that, I'm just like, okay, so I can you I can do the tool, I can do the cat modeling, I can do everything that I need to do on my end, so I can send it over to our service partners to do what they need to do. So once right. they're done, all I got to do is send it to the underwriter to approve the endorsement, and then once they approve it, finalize it and send it over to the broker. What she said. That's a one. That's a one phone call, right? Yeah. Why is she making it? Why is she breaking up into three fucking phone calls? Each of them forty five minutes an hour apiece. What? Just to, just to tell me that, and I just told y'all that in fifteen minutes. Wow. Not even we fifteen see, minutes. <laughs> we see your messages, big spicy. What's up, dreamy? Um. So that's the kind of day you had. I'll be pissed off too. That's the kind of day I would have it. And then, like, when I talked to my homegirl in the office who had to talk to her, I was mm. like, damn, how was your training going with her? And she was like, she was like, man, look, she was like, um, <laughs> her dog started having a seizure and she had to go. And I said, damn. Oh, no. I mean, her dog, I'm, I'm sad her dog had a seizure, but child, you probably had one from listening to her ass talk. I think a lot of people just want to feel more important than they are. And, so and that's what like, it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. And that's what it was. She wanted to seem like she was, you know, an expert at what she was trying to tell me. And what she was doing was like the the right way. But in actuality, when you do all that kind of stuff, it just goes to show how less you know about your job. Exactly. Right. <laughs> when you're efficient at your job, you cut time and you cut having to touch the same thing more than once. If you can, mm-hmm. if you can talk to someone who clearly has the skills and the know-how already, that's why they're here. Mm-hmm. Just tell them all the key points that will make them do what you're asking them to do efficiently and let's be done. So I don't have to keep coming to you for every little thing. Right. And I also and feel like up? when you're the new person, they want to make you out to be that guinea pig. And I'm like, no, I don't need you to make an example out of me. Just tell me what to do. And let's yeah. move on. This, because this is what they like to do with the new people. They like to, they like to, at the end of the year, when it's time for evaluations and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they like to be like, oh, I got the new person up to speed by doing X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Now, if I wanted to be that dude 
and really run a circle around you. What I could do is type up a job aid because it ain't gonna take me too long to type up no job aid with visuals and links and photos and send it over to the manager for approval and everybody gonna be doing it how I showed y'all how to do it. Right. Well. Because I did a step-by-step -step process for myself and it only took me 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta do that, but you gotta just make your own little checklist because the resources will, where I'm at is trash. Mm. And then the other lady who's lazy as fuck who in California, she bitching <laughs> and complaining to me to update a report. Okay, so me and this me and the other girl in the Atlanta office, we have been designated to update this report that we work off of three days a week. She does it Mondays and Fridays. I do it on Wednesdays, but I'm basically the Excel expert on the team because don't nobody know how to use fucking Excel but me. <laughs> so okay. I'm using it. And then so she emails me and says, hey, I have these accounts missing off the report. Can you go ahead and put them on the report? I said, okay, cool. I go ahead and I put them on the report. She, it's, a, it's an account from 2001 that she wants me to go to the report from 2001. What? No, I'm sorry, from 2021. She wants me to go and up to pull the report from 2021 to update the account that she's missing. But I'm like, you've been working here six years. And you're the person that I've been working. And you're the person that I'm using the report off of. So why you didn't update the report? Hold on one second, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> busy, busy work. I'm going to play these two minutes. Shouts out to the panel, Shan, Casey, Ki. What what y'all reading? What page are we on? B. B pod. What is that? Is that a book? Yes. Okay. So this is a book club, and uh, we are three friends, and we are reading "Single Black Female" by Tracy Brown. But before we get into the chapters that we read, we're just uh, adult venting. A little bit before we get into it. So the podcast is called So What Page We On B. That's Casey up above. And then that's Kiki. And I'm Shan. And uh, every two weeks we come here and we discuss a few chapters and what's going on in our lives. Okay? This is what it is. Episode 3, chapters 4 through 7. We watch an anime? What? I'm Y'all. What? Oh, no. Is this a book, book, book club? What is this? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's, a book club. it's a book club. We'll we'll get into the book soon, but if you want to grab it, you can. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or you can get the audible. But it's called Single Black Female. Is what we're gonna discuss by Tracy Brown. What's up, Golden Wolf? Um, I run a bank. So 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 what she do? Who what? You you were explaining um the girl in California. Yeah, the girl in California that's lazy. Yeah, so the report that I work on now that me and my other co-worker works on, she wants us to update it with stuff that she should have updated with when she was working on the report. So what's she trying to get you to do something you want to do? And some shit that she should have been did back in 2021 before I started working there because I just started last year. Not. Not. And then that's when I would have been like, mm, so what is it that I I'm supposed 
<laughs> Girl, I, I, I just, I just, I am, she just, I am me. And then I'm just like, okay. I'm like, when, I'm like, did you issue the policy? She said, I did. I said, did you issue it in 2021? She said, yeah. And then I said, so you want me to add it to the 2023 report? She said, no, add it to the 2021 report. And I just said, okay. <sighs> so guess that policy is not getting on the report. Which is it going to look like she did it back in that time? Well, I'll tell you this: if she did it back in that time, she could have added it in that time. Right. right. What, what kind of report is this? It's a um. I forgot what the initials stand for. Hmm. But it's like this is like a a bound policy report, like shit that we bound. Um. But it's not going to count. Exactly. That's why I'm just like, sis, are you trying to help me clean up some shit you didn't do for a long time ago? Again, Chantal. That's why I said, okay. And left it alone. Because you didn't, <laughs> you didn't want to deal with it after that point. You was done mentally. Listen, I would do the you, same thing. My whole thing is, bitch, if you didn't want to do it and it's your account, what makes you think I want to do it? Right. So I left oh. it alone. Annoying. Annoying. Um, How was your day, Chantal? My day was... I ain't getting no arguments with nobody, but... (laughs) I should have never... I should have never went to sleep after I took them girls to the bus stop because that sleep was so good. My sleep from 7 o'clock to whatever time I get up... Let me tell you something. The Lord and his disciples woke me up at 9.34 today so I could clock it on time. Oh, wow. It wasn't my alarm. My alarm went off two times. And the second time it went off, I told myself, put in 10 minutes on the timer. And I didn't do it. My ass was cocked up in the air. My face was between two pillows like a <laughs> ass sheet. And I was sleeping hard. You saw the lines of my arm. <laughs> I was about to say, so those creases... Those creases ain't from last yes, night. Those creases were from like a little two hour nap. Let me tell you something. That sleep at that time with the temperatures just right, that shit feel like Benadryl. Uh, I was so stuck. I woke up so discombobulated and I like ran to the living room so I can like turn on the computer. And I ended up clocking in on time, but uh, I just try to keep myself busy so the day could go fast. But um, yeah, it was pretty. It was it was cool. Yeah. I uh, start Ari's Black History Project. She's doing Catherine, um, Catherine Johnson, I believe, the lady, the mathematician that went to space from Hidden Figures. That's her okay. lady for her project. And then Anya, she's doing a project on the three branches of government. And so I had to make a tree with her and uh, the, the branches of government on there and stuff. So. If you don't want to do schoolwork on top of schoolwork, don't have children. Do not do not enjoy sex and ski at the same time. So for Ari's project, mm-hmm. did she pick the person or somebody had to pick it for her? No, teacher picked the people that they're gonna do. So on a sheet and like a rubric. She breaks down how they're going to be graded and she tells her who she's picking. Oh, okay. So mm. I just I just cut like two 
poster boards out of like cardboard and I made a uh I made a a, like, a spaceship and then in the spaceship she go write down all the facts about her life and stuff. Oh nice. Simple. Okay. Nothing else going on. Nothing else going on. Kiki got a birthday coming up again. Um, hey. Yeah. How are you Kiki? I will be 32 years old. 32. Oh, what a do? 32. Yeah. You almost the same age as You said what? <laughs> age of, you almost the age of Jesus. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Who else birthday this week? Chrissy birthday is on the ninth. Mm-hmm. So I told her, "Bitch, it's, you got a couple more days before you forty-eight. And she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "It's my mom's birthday today." I said, "You know, your mom's birthday and your birthday was so close. No wonder y'all like each other." You and said she was before like, she thirty-eight. Yeah, so she, before she forty-eight. I'm just playing with her. She gonna be thirty-one. Oh. Oh, I wanted to say. And, and um, <laughs> I'm about to say I thought she was young as fuck. Me too. She was like, um, my mom's birthday. I was like, you know, your mom's birthday and your birthday was in the same week. And she was like, yeah, it is. I said, so that's why your daddy was acting funny, not taking my calls. She was like, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, My okay. dad's birthday is um, Thursday. Really? Your dad in the same week as you two? Yep, in the same week. Okay. Listen, I see the planning that was going on on that one right. night. Hmm. Creative. Yeah, um, I they're doing birthday sex. Listen, birthday sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> somebody said I'm gonna give you a birthday you ain't never freaking forget right yeah. well no it was nine months before that so what so that was what what month was that May in May yeah I was a um I was a holiday oh, yeah, that, was summer, that was summertime hunting mm-hmm. yeah Meanwhile, I'm over here being a Halloween treat. Back. <laughs> but, um, y'all ready to get into this book? Yeah. We can get into it. Let's get into it. So, since y'all done heard the adulting that's been happening between Casey, Kiki, and myself, this is So What Page We On Bid Podcast, and we are reading Single Black Female by Tracy Brown. It is Black History Month, so if you are interested in getting to know someone new this year for Black History Month, there are some people you can look up, like Barbara Johns, Claudette Calvin, Bayard Rustin, Annie Lee, that's an old-ass name, um, Annie Lee Cooper. Robert Abbott, 
and Ethel Waters. If you don't know who those people are, go look them up, okay? I am tired of every time this month comes around, people just like, well, let's pay tribute to Martin Luther King. Let's pay tribute to Malcolm X. Those are not the only Black creative, uh, innovative leaders or Black people that did something great in history. They're not the only ones that they teach in school. Listen, yeah. we have to and sign up for that. If y'all gonna send yeah. those kind of messages out, then uh, let us be off for MLK Day, okay? All right. Thank Next. you. Thank you. I think companies use it as a convenience for what they want to do, but when an employee wants to do it, it's kind of like, oh, oh yeah, that bitch. So, so, um, so I know, caveat, sad note to that. The only places that I worked at that didn't celebrate MLK Day were insurance companies and like mm-hmm. privately owned law firms. Mm-hmm. Everybody else celebrates it. Mess. Yeah. That's to do better. Um, What did we go over? We went over, this is episode three. We went over chapters four through seven. And, uh, in these chapters, there's drama, there's guilt, there's the reality that someone's um, home that has teenagers in it is going to be messy. And it was. Um, in these chapters, Coco finally met Ziggy. He's cute. He's handsome. He looks mm, like you jumping, his- girl. You jumping. Yeah. I was like, I got this. I'm just, yeah, you going to wait for the last day, guys? I'm giving the little, you know, crumbs at the beginning of what we're about to get into. Um, we went over, you know, secrets being kept or revealed. Uh, and, you know, Casey is back home finally, you know. He was uh, a little homesick. Now he a little, I need to be off sick. So right. hopefully he t- off Kiki outside fighting raccoons. Okay. Oh my god. And, uh, oh my god. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she, she 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 about to sell her soul for some Beyonce tickets. Um, and I'm not doing it. Fuck that. I'm consistently back running. So. I saw the tickets, the real tickets for like the fans who already bought it before because she let them get mm-hmm. first. It's like five something with the taxes. That's not I'm horrible. I'm tickets for a thousand dollars, like for decent I, seats. I see that. Now the, the person that posted, she ain't getting no like up close and personal seats. That's what it was five something. But I feel like if you're a real fan and it's been years since you went to go see her, Maybe you might think that's worth it. I never paid over a buck fifty for no concert tickets ever mm. in life. So how much did I pay? I think last time I paid like what three three sixty something to go see, but it was her and Jay Z. It, it was the um on the run two tour. Okay, that was probably the most. But I don't pay to go see anybody but Beyonce. (laughs) 
that's some real fan loving right there. Well, let's get into this chapter four. Chapter four is called Daddy Issues, okay? Mm-hmm. In this chapter, mm-hmm. Rashid shows up pissed at Deja for ducking him for all these years. Um, her mom, Deja's mom, been keeping in touch with Rashid. Mm-mm. Are we gonna tell it? No, we gonna tell it. We gonna tell it right. Rasheed, no, Rasheed pops up and is pissed off with Deja from keeping his daughter away from him the whole time he's been locked up. Correct. You said ducking and dodging him like she was trying to just dodge him. No, she was keeping his daughter away from him. Okay, okay, we see who's on oh, his. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, because no, no, no. Because what we're not going to because what we not going to do is act like he mad at her for not coming to see him. No, no, no. I'm not trying to say. <laughs> well, that, I'm but... not saying. I felt like that was part of it, but I think that his primary reason was his daughter, Bree. I, I, I honestly feel like he ain't give two shits about seeing her. He wanted. Well, I feel like he did slightly, but I feel like he wanted to see his baby more than anything else. Yes, I agree with that. And I feel like while he was in there, he already grieved the fact that their their relationship would never be the same. Right. So he was already he was just more pissed about the fact that bitch, I've been watching you, you know how I find you, and then you just out here kikiing, having your coffee every morning, knowing damn well. I wanna know about my child. Mm-hmm. Um they yeah, uh, she was yeah, she was wrong for that. They talk and um she found out that her mom been keeping in touch with him and sending him pictures. Uh, Bobby, who is his husband, is pissed off that he just showed up at the house and now he wanna like basically put a claim on his child, but which he should. Um, but it just caught him off guard because he feel like he about to be replaced and it. Um, Hi. Hi. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, Deja <laughs> broke Rashid's heart as a friend slash girlfriend. That's what I feel like. And um, they ended up going for a walk so he could get out where he needed to get out, and he wanted to set up time to see his daughter um, with Rashid. her schedule. And uh, his Deja, you hit my baby girl for me. This fucked up. Oh my me. god, the voice—it's—it's it's the male voices where I'm just like, I just cannot. Like, oh my god, is that what it sounds like? Yes, yes. because it's still like a female talking, but she's just changing her pitch a little bit to oh to mimic god. the guy voices. I just cannot. We need more black voiceovers. We need, we need more black you know, she's not, No, she's not black. The thing is, I feel like we need male voiceover. <laughs> well, I don't think we need. I don't think we need male voiceovers because it's a it's a woman who wrote the book, and and the and but the story line is about black women. Mm-hmm. However, there are black men in the story as well. Yes, yeah. I just feel like. As far as the voices goes, as far as narrating the well, 
I get why she did it because she's narrating the story. So you know how like when y'all reading y'all y'all stories to kids, y'all switch y'all voices up to kind yeah. of mm-hmm. the character mm-hmm. of who it is. So I get why she did it. I just felt like that should have been rehearsed a little bit better. <laughs> um. So that's all I got for chapter four, Daddy Issues. Y'all want to add to that before I go to the next chapter? Mm, no, I don't. I mean, I'm glad that he came to check up on his child, to meet his child, and that Nikki was there to kind yeah. of be the voice of reason for everybody, even though Bobby didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nikki ain't saying nothing wrong the whole time she was there. Right. Mm-hmm. She was really honest. But at the same time, like, where she said, he was like, glad you was here because it would have went left yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because so. Deja was no help. Because Deja was, like, stuck on stupid. She was, like, petrified. Because mm-hmm. I felt like she know, like, Damn, this nigga found me. He, and I felt like the whole time that, that he was there, she was just thinking to herself, like, how long he been watching me? How long he been keeping tabs on me? Like, he could have been, came up in this house and got a shot, shot up everybody. Yeah. But at the same time, I also felt like, you know, at the front of the house when he came in and he was seeing their daughter or whatever, she really wanted to, like, hug him and express, mm-hmm. like, like some type of joy, but she was too concerned with what it would look like to Bobby, so she held back. Nah, I didn't think that. I felt like Deja was just scared. Mm. Well, he did. And take... I think a part of her also felt guilty too. Oh yeah, of definitely. Definitely, and I think it was a lot. I think it was. I think it was fear and guilt that had her like frozen in her tracks because she was scared of how Bobby was going to react. She was scared of what Rasheed could have done. And she was gonna scare. Well, she was afraid of not what Rashid would have done, but what Rashid was going to do in that moment. Because bitch, I found you. I'm at y'all crib. Right now, I'm inside your house, and you ain't had to tell me shit. Now, what's up? Right. But when they went on the walk, he did tell her, "Yeah, you know how I moved from back in the day. You know I'm gonna find you." Right. So. Bitch, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> Basically. But he did get tips from her mom, though, because he said, because yeah. he did say that she just fell off of the earth. Yeah. And when she was explaining it, I felt like she was more concerned with what she would look like without mm-hmm. him around with the new baby. Mm-hmm. And she was or so chasing, like, I don't want that image of my life. I want something that looks better or mm-hmm. comes up as being more put together. So I think that was, like, her her um, just eagerness to hurry up and have a new life mm-hmm. to erase the stereotypical look of, oh, you got a baby daddy in jail and you're pregnant with a new baby. Because he did say, like, my family was here. You could have stayed at my mom's. And she was like, and be mm-hmm. somebody that's in jail? No. But the thing about it was, you know, she didn't want help from nobody. She didn't want help from her own family. Yeah, she said that in the, in the um, well, chapter seven, that 
she chose to, you know, stay like that. Yeah. And that was so crazy. Oh, she did. You're right, Kiki. I was jumping ahead. Bobby don't get it. Bobby really feels like he don't. <laughs> you were because <laughs> you were you were she... past that. He was like, "What?" Like Bobby thought that uh, he needed her. Like, what well, that she needed him so bad, but yeah. no, nigga. Like, humble yourself. I made this choice. Right. Like he thought he had picked him up like a ghetto princess and like dusted her <laughs> off and. Made her right. into like a suburban queen, and she's like, Nah, nigga, I've been like this. Mm-hmm. I was just struggling for a little bit to get my mind straight. And that's why I think he's like, Nigga, you don't know her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was chapter four Daddy Issues. Chapter five is called Atonement. Um, Rashid found uh, Ivy leaving the gym. Mm-hmm. That was sketchy. But that was in chapter six. So I had wrote that at the side. I got ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what happened in chapter five. I okay, think what chapter- okay, so I think what happened in chapter I think for chapter four, I mean chapter five. Wait, uh-huh. chapter four. Chapter four with daddy issues. I think it was more a conversation of um it was more between Rashid and Bree. Yeah, and then Nikki and um, getting a hold of getting and telling Bobby the cool the fuck down. Atonement was the chapter where Deja and Rasheed went for a walk, and she and he was kind of like telling him how he felt, telling him how she felt, well, telling her how he felt, what he did to get himself together, this, that, and the third, da da da, and she was explaining her side to him. Uh okay yeah that's the part that I didn't like like I didn't like how he made her I I don't know I don't know I just I just I just don't feel like <laughs> it is Kiki don't like Kiki, Kiki ain't like it because Rasheed sounds too much like Rashawn so yeah no, 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 no. Kiki don't like the niggas getting bucked. <laughs> Because I just feel like you cannot expect somebody to put their life on hold because you fucked up, and yeah. I'll be and you're not gonna make me feel like shit because you ain't shit. Like no, but that's not what it was. That's the thing. Like he didn't want her to put her life on hold. He was like, "Bitch, like send me, send me, send me pictures of my daughter. You can at least write to me. You don't have to come and see me all the time, but you can send pictures of the baby." Yeah. The baby part, I understand, but but he was also talking to her about, um, like how she's not the same person, and she used to be tough, and now she got this. Um, oh, and he's a fucking cop. He's a corny nigga, and it's like it's because he ain't you. Like you, you can't devalue this man because he ain't you no. Know, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. I could get. I get what he's saying though. It's kind of like you know you you was dealing with me. Knowing the kind of life I led and the type of person mm-hmm. I was, and then when I go to jail, you go ahead and and get you a cop. Mm-hmm. As soon as and you know how the cops did me dirty, and you sat on the stand and realized how fucked up they did me, you went ahead and sided with the law. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "He wasn't a cop when I met him." Mm-hmm. Get right, that straight. 
Like he wasn't a cop when I met him. He became a cop when we were together. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't, I I wasn't down for you. I already knew the life that you was living. I wasn't down for that shit. But at the same time, I was down for you. So I was riding with you. And then when the shit got for real, for real, I was like, wait, this is real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's okay for her to have chose, you know, a different path. Mm-hmm. Or, or just change. <clears throat> and in that um, after four, Coco and Nikki were ready for the party. Mm-hmm. Um, they just started panicking about her life and how she looked for a fix and she didn't want to depend on no dope dealer family or money at the time. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that was in atonement. Chapter six, which is called Background Noise, talks about um this is the one where she finding Ivy at the gym. He talking uh-huh. about girl, why you ain't mm-hmm. asking for my boy's calls or why you ain't coming through for my boy? And she's just like vaguely, nigga, mind your business. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, she she realized that Mike is stalking her moves on the outside, but other people, not just um, Rashid and um, Nikki, getting hype about the party. Uh, mm-hmm. Coco, Coco, Mikey, sis, she she goes go see him and basically check mm-hmm. him because nigga, you're being selfish, and she checked him about being hard on Ivy. And Mikey basically stressed out that he's never going to come home because his ego. He won't say um, on the parole board that, you know, he made a mistake or he admits to X, Y, and Z and it wasn't self-defense. And he won't, he won't do anything proactive while he's in there. So they just feel like, oh, he's just stick, still stuck in his old ways not to let him out. I really feel like mm-hmm. that's why he won't get parole and of course he he gotta be in there showing like he's still street Good behavior yeah he can't be <laughs> fucked and people keep trying him so I think it's just prolonging him coming out um I honestly feel like that's the main thing that's kind of like keeping him in there is the fact that they feel like because he's not getting a GED or learning a yeah. trade or getting a degree or anything like that they feel like as soon as he get out, he's gonna go back to doing his old shit again. So it's not like you're not you you're not trying to show them that you're trying to better yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and it ended with Adeja feeling guilty about Rashid. That was chapter six. Any mm-hmm. more about chapter six y'all wanna add in? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, chapter seven is called Black Oh, I just pulled out a knife on uh, on Rasheed because she's still hood. <laughs> I just pulled out a knife on Rasheed. She did when he came up on her at the gym because nigga, who you walking up on? She did. I guess I missed that part. <laughs> that little detail. <laughs> it was a little quick, quick. Um, nigga, I'm still from the hood, nigga. Right. Um, Rashid, <laughs> who ain't running up on me? 
That's she's how they sound. I cannot. It's a mess. Um, chapter seven, Black Effect. Nikki's party finally. Um, the kids throw oh, a whole cake. and the other party. Yes, the, the kids <laughs> throw a whole party. A whole kickback at Ivy's house. Nikki having wife. a party and the kids having a party. Listen, next <laughs> to these white that don't already, they don't like black people already. They making noise, playing loud music, having friends over, smoking weed. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I'm so high. <laughs> and I was like, uh, this old thirsty asshole. Like, just shut Ooh, up. I'm so high. Ooh, this I was so annoyed. I cannot. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Girl, you taking the plug. Ooh, I know y'all smoke this weed every day. <laughs> Girl, I ain't even like that. We ain't no pie heads. I'm done. <laughs> Let me tell you, Tracy, if you listen to this, girl, Tracy Brown, if you <laughs> Your next book, I'm finna narrate that bitch. I got you, girl. <laughs> I don't even need a whole lot of money. Whatever you pay that last girl to do, single black female. Oh my god! I pay, I pay 75% of that. I cannot. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do something uh, bad. I'm gonna get up in her inbox. Yeah. We talk about we talk on Twitter. I saw that post. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's Nikki's party. The kids acting a fool at the house, and um, Nikki party was over the top at, per usual. And um, Coco finally meets Ziggy, and she was ex- she was expecting a black man, and it was a very much white man. Dressed to the mm-hmm. nine. Um, I feel like he was still black though on the inside. Oh yeah, he he know he know black black and ease. Um, you know, cause uh, he worked for a label, so mm-hmm. they get to talking or whatever. Girl, girl he a producer. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so they talking or whatever at the party. And Nikki basically leaves her with this man at the party. She was like, he's a fine 40-year-old man. Mm. White man. Listen, can I have some more oatmeal, please? Um, White. I wouldn't mind it. A white man. 40, white, whatever. Like At this point... I'm not procreating what it's going to do to me. Yeah. Ain't going to do nothing to me. Okay. Um. So they get to talking. Fast forward. Uh, Bobby and they roll up at the house party, child. They see the party, <laughs> you know, real quick. And they roll up to Ivy's house to go get the kids. So caveat, and- let's, let's, let's make it clear that, um, the kids that were invited to this party aren't as wealthy as Noah and Kingston and Bree are. So right. when they roll up to the house, 
they see this and they be like, oh, y'all niggas is rich. Right. Yeah. And then Kingston started getting the funny feelings because he was feeling like that they were feeling like they don't have the same stuff, like equally. Like he felt like they were, like he felt like that they were feeling like he invited them over to show up when that wasn't the case. He right. really invited y'all over to come over and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like because they're so used to being in the city and now they where they at, they don't it's kind of like awkward on how they blend. So Yeah. hmm And I, I had a vibe while reading it like the people he had over there, they not really his friends, just, right? Just trying friends, to right? trying to basically scope out his life type shit, but mm-hmm. I don't want. To. So that was um, the vibe I got too. So the neighbors called the cops, mm-hmm. and by that time, uh, Deja and Bobby got to the house, and they was just like. What is that smell? Why is the music so loud? Basically, your mom gonna kill you. Better get this cleaned up now. And they in there basically begging Deja not to say anything. And then there's like a knock at the door. The doorbell rings and it's the cops. And I feel, I really feel like if they did not come to the house, them boys would have got locked up because that cop knew he was overstepping by trying to invite himself into a house where nobody told you mm-hmm. to come in. Oh, for sure. Sir, right. Right. But take it back, though. Like, before the cops even came, can we talk about how Bree got M- Mariah all the way together? Sure did. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> I ain't no kid, bitch. <laughs> Listen! <laughs> because I felt like she really tried her. She and, like, did. She was antagonized her because I think that, that she knows that Kingston also like her too, low-key. Mm. And I did get that. I I wasn't sure about it when I was reading it, but then when she had left, and they had 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 an exchange, I was like, "Oh, he like her." Right, right. Yeah, she was basically just got her all the way together. I was like, "Okay, bitch," because that that's what I was thinking too. Like, he's like, "Uh, it's time for you to go." Like, bitch, who the fuck are you? It's time for you to go. Right. Hmm. She was trying to see if she was a super square or she was going to back down or not. That's what she was trying. She was trying her So, uh, the cops came and was like basically questioning the boy at the door and, you know, asking whose house it is. Like, niggas, pump your brakes. And basically, one foot in the house trying to get both feet in. And then Bobby came and started talking that cop language. And then he started backing his rookie ass back. And No, nah, he wasn't Bobby, talking about cop language. Bobby had flash. Bobby said, it's a problem. And then Flash is bad. Like, nigga, what's up? Yeah. Right. And then he was like, no. He was like, just, you know, basically just checking. Got a call. And I feel like if it was like a show, he would be slowly backing up down the front of the house. Um, <laughs> happy- um and I'm just like, dog, the audacity. And I feel like because I, 
IV got so much going on and she felt like, okay, I moved the boys up out of New York. I can relax now. Realistically, <laughs> yes, but realistically, no, because you have black boys surrounded by white um, neighbors that don't, they're not used to someone like you being able to be my neighbor. And so every little thing is bigger than it needs to be. So I get that, but also at the same time, I feel like even if they were white, because how how the commotion that they were causing and the music that was blasting, they still would have called the cops on them. Yeah. Now, would they have gotten a different reaction from the cops? I definitely do believe that. But the neighbors would have still called the cops. Yeah. I feel like one of them would have came and knocked first, though. Nah, I don't think that. I just don't know why we be moving into these predominantly white neighborhoods anyway once we get a little bit of change. You know what because I mean? Because it's a fix. And it, it sometimes it's more of a detriment, but from a different evil. No, it's it's the fact that we come from this space of, and I say we as black people, we come from this space of, I want better for my children. I want better for them. I don't want them being raised how I was raised. But Funky Dineva made a very good point when he used to review these reality TV shows, especially Married to Medicine. He still do it. He said that, no, he does it every now and then. He doesn't do it like he used to. Yeah. Um, he said, I don't understand why successful black people who become doctors, attorneys, lawyers, and things like that feel like they have to send their black kids to these white schools for their better education. You're mm-hmm. making well over six figures. You have your own practices. You're doctors and lawyers. You're successful. And you went to public school in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Why all of a sudden a private school is a better education for your child when you had a mediocre education? Mm-hmm. Speak on it. Speak on it. And Which then the I- kids don't excel as well as they should because they're not around. <laughs> it's not even that. They're not around, they're not around kids that look like them. Yeah. I feel that's a factor and the fact that if 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 I was born into money or born into having anything that I wanted and not having to wait for it, work for it, or save for it because my parents just can tomorrow. My my eagerness to go out and grind and get it is it's, it's gonna be less. It's gonna be less. But again, that's where he's pointing the blame at the parent because you worked hard for it. You had to go to uh, you had to go to public school. Why are you doing the exact opposite for your children? Yeah, right. I just think like just struggling just just brings out a different type of drive in you. And um, I don't really think that it has anything to do with the school system or the education. And this and that. I think it's just a character thing. Right. Like how just who you are. I don't think that a a, a um private school rated number one in the district is gonna help you become 
uh, six-figure successful doctor or whatever. It's some badass going to private school. Because the thing is, I, I, I just feel like we're raising the child. It's a whole lot of, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, because y'all are parents, not me. It's just a lot of different nuances in raising your kids to make them the best person that they can be. Mm-hmm. And That's what it's about. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, it's not just one thing. It's multiple things that you have to do as a parent to make sure that your child is going to be a productive and a productive person like they can have an extreme talent that you feel like they can flourish in and then you can just nurture that but you also have to kind of balance out hard work and 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 ethics with that like okay you're doing good in this okay so boom let's say your child is great at a sport say basketball and you have to buy all this stuff because they really like basketball and you really enjoy basketball. You see that basketball is their outlet and you want them to do it and do well at it. And if that's their career path, that's their career path. But also at the same time, yeah, you're doing all this stuff while they're in basketball. But I guess on the outside, it's like, yeah, you're in basketball, but you got to do good in school. And yeah, you're doing good in school. But you also got to clean up your room. And then it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like a balance system where it's like, I don't know. And y'all could, mm-hmm. and y'all could just stop me if I'm rambling or whatever. But no, I think you're right. It's like, a balance system I, I where it's like, right. okay, yeah, you're great at basketball. You have basketball practice, but you need to clean up your room. And if you clean up your room and get A's in your next class, I'll buy mm-hmm. you the as you want it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, you still have to, um, I think a, a lot of parents, especially like, you know, rich parents, Mm-hmm. who struggle and uh, don't want their kids to struggle. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to struggle, but I I think that you can still instill like humbleness and hard work and mm-hmm. working through something to obtain a goal. So they so the toilet so they don't grow up feeling or being like this entitled snob who mm-hmm. thinks that everything just has to be handed to them because everybody's not gonna do that. Right. Yeah, and for like for me, I'm super big on, you know, getting good grades is that's okay. That's part of this. Um, cleaning up your room, okay, that's part of that section. Uh, remembering to use the water and put it back, okay, that's part of this section. So what do I get? You get mm-hmm. nothing. You get another chance to be in my house for another day, because that's how life is going to do you mm-hmm. there's no, I, I had to tell Anya this yesterday like there's nobody in the world that's going to come on Friday and give me 10 cookies because I paid the bills I was supposed to pay this week I mm-hmm. took a shower I cleaned the house I did the dishes I made sure y'all ate I took y'all to the bus stop I helped y'all with the project it's just what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and in life sometimes your reward is over a period of time. It's not at the end of this month. It's not your birthday. It's not Christmas. It's not uh, now what do I get because I did all of these things. And that's why I'm so against, um, I'm so against, uh, what's that shit? An allowance. Uh, allowance. You know what my mom told me when I asked her about an allowance when I was a kid? <laughs> my said, I allow you to live in my house. <laughs> What's your mom say? 
you're not gonna get paid for what you're supposed to do exactly <laughs> like i'm not giving you money for cleaning the room that i'm allowing you to have under the rent that i pay Mm-mm. that was my thing my mom was my mom told us she was like i'm not going to pay you for what you're supposed to do but also what my mom did was and i don't know if you guys do this with your kids my mom made us volunteer and do stuff a lot, like, and donate things. So what she would do is, like, once a year, she would have us clean out our closet. And mm-hmm. she'd be like, go through everything in your closet, what you're going to keep, what you wear, what, what, what you don't wear, what you got to have, and we're going to donate all this stuff because not everybody has is fortunate enough to wake up every day and have different outfits to pick out. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Kobe's not old enough to do that yet, but mm-hmm. um, I do plan on doing like toy drives and stuff with him to get rid of some of his old toys. Mm-hmm. I did that right before birthdays, um, the change of a season, especially with their clothes. Um, and I do it right before Christmas and after Christmas. Because this is my whole thing with being a mom and having a place. I don't want no one to walk through my door or even see my yard and be like, God damn, she got kids. How many kids she got? Or like, I know. walk through my I door know. and be like, damn, there's macaroni and cheese at the front door. There's markers smeared all over the walls. No. Mm-hmm. The only reason why you know I got kids when you walk in my house is because there's pictures on the wall. You're not having toys toys in my living room. You're not having toys all over the kitchen. I'm not having dishes sitting on my counter. I'm not having a bathroom full of, like, uh, toys you have in the tub. Like, no. You see me clean this house every day, you clean this house every day. Sometimes I purposely a pencil on the floor just to see how many times they're going to walk over it. <sighs> but see, y'all got to do that because y'all got kids. I'm grown and I do stuff like that because I'm like, this is my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it is. And it is. I don't want no um toys and, and, and stuff either, but I have hella storage in my house. Like, I have yeah. those um big old cute woven baskets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kobe had stuff downstairs. Hi. Um, for some of them, hi. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll just, I'll just, 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 just give Kobe a look, and then he know what time it is. Because it's like, don't bring that shit downstairs. It's safe. Kobe really is. Because <laughs> you know I'm talking about him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh, you talking about me? Hi." I'm right here. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's really about balance. And let's say even if I was a millionaire, at the most, I'm I'm putting my child in magnet school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Magnet school. But even but for that, they got to audition for that. They have to audition for that, and they have to keep a, a certain average to stay there. And their behavior is like mm-hmm. barely a tolerance for it. It's like your child misbehaving. We gonna kick them out because we ain't got time. And right. I feel like you can be a millionaire or you can be a middle class parent, 
but I really feel like it's about the time and the effort you give your child. Like today, I'm in here in my bed before we started recording. Ari was like, "Let me read that chapter book you got." She talking about single black female. I said, "Ari, you cannot read this book." <laughs> and she was like, "I want to read a chapter book so I could be gooder." And I was just like. <laughs> I said, go in, go in the room and go get one of Anya's chapter books and come read it. So she get one of Anya's chapter books and she come on this side of the bed. I'm just like, oh my God. I really wanted to relax. I wanted to decompress. But this girl wanted to read. And sometimes parenting is mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want your child to be like 25 and be like, mom, remember that day when I came in your room and I wanted to read so I could be a better reader? You told me not to get out because you wanted to relax. I don't want that. Yeah. So I be sacrificing my downtime sometimes to let her read to me and us sounding out a word because oh. I don't want to. I don't want to get a, a a whiff of damn. Now she hate books. She don't want to read at thirteen. And remember when she was trying to read and I was like no because I wanted to relax. I don't want that. So I take advantage of the days and the moments that they want to do something even if I don't want to do it. Yeah. I get That's that. about potty training. Girl, I hated that with Ari. You got a pee pee? Kobe, do you really got a pee? He, he don't have to pee, y'all. But I'll still take him just to make him feel good about it. So. <laughs> oh, I hated that process with her. I'm just like, dog. She gonna go when she choose to go. <sighs> I'll just, you know. That's I that is painful. Uh, but let, let let me be out and these girls in here throw a party. Thank you for listening to So What Page We On Be with Casey, Kiki, and Shan. Three friends gathering to read a book and also vent about adult things. If you like what you're hearing and you want to support the show, you could do it several ways. You can check out Let's Shop Beer with Teespring and get some merch. Or you can drop a review on your favorite podcast app about the show and share it with some friends. And three, you can donate directly to Red Circle for the podcast. No matter what, we support you listening, downloading, and getting a piece of this book podcast. (laughs) Or a kickback. That's what I'm saying. Like I I feel like Kids, kids should just know not to even go there, <laughs> because for one, I will find out. Like even when, you, even when, when you think that that you got away with it, I'm gonna find out. That's so why Deja was like, you know, your mama don't play. You better not have nothing out of play. <laughs> right. And low key, yeah, I feel Bri like has said that. Bri was like, "Tell your mama to say everything." Like, why is you out here playing with her? Yeah. I feel like one of the um. Neighbors gonna tell it, right? Well, we'll see. But that was um chapters seven. Our next episode will be on my favorite brother's birthday, the twenty first. Um, we will be reading or going over chapters eight through eleven. So. So far, I like it. It's an interesting book. I can't guess what's going to happen next, which I like. Yeah, I like Um, it. Yeah. And I love how she, um, you know, like when you watch soap operas 
And in that same episode, you can go through like five different people's situations. Mm. Yes. I love how the chapter and your mind can like put a bookmark in this person's situation and then you go to the next person's situation and it just flows like that. Like, mm-hmm. now I ain't gonna front. Okay, so I wasn't on the last episode. I'm gonna say this on um, chapter two, it started off kind of slow. In chapter two of the last episode, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember. Chapter two, the same started off kind of slow. That's when she was, um, that's when that dude had told her that he was having a baby with another bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was getting a little worried because chapter was going real slow for a second. <laughs> well, I hope she um can get. Hopefully, Ziggy can get her over that because that's that situation is dead, honey. Yeah. It was just the audacity for me in chapter two where he gonna tell her after the fact. Yeah. Well, I mean, she ain't asked, so. I know, but nigga, you try to get a nut off. But I also feel like that there were no expectations set, so it's like they weren't. They right. weren't. It's partially, yeah. partially, it's both their fault. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, life. So, um, Tuesday, February twenty-first, we'll be back on this thing. Uh, this episode should be up tomorrow morning. And if you want to find us, you can find us on IG, just hashtag so what page we on B, and you'll find mm-hmm. us on Twitter, do the same. And you can find all the books that we've read so far on canbepodden.com. And if you want to grab a book and read along or listen along, you can. It's never too late. Um, Amazon has the best um, section of reseller resellers for books in my opinion um so always take a look at that you don't want to buy a book at full price but if you do buy it at full price i'm sure trade will appreciate you and any feedback of the books on any website she would appreciate it and um yeah that is it y'all, have right, anything- y'all check me out i'm gonna start doing amazon reviews full time i saw the reviews <laughs> that was it i was like look at casey <laughs> and then he just announced it like <laughs> what's going on I'm gonna just start doing Amazon reviews full time and then doing videos and like taking pictures of it because Drew told me if you do enough like reviews on Amazon yeah. and people like it or like find it helpful you become an influencer oh yeah okay Okay. And I think how I wrote my reviews, and that was just off of the cuff. If I really sit down and write it, mm-hmm. it's going to be informative and hilarious. Yeah. Those were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Those were funny. I said, what Casey got going on? So, so, yeah. So then you make it start selling on Amazon too, and then your product will like be at the top. Right. Yeah, so you could you could even do if you have a website for anything, you could do like a Amazon affiliate where mm-hmm. you pick up that you want to promote on your website, and depending on how many clicks you get, you get money back. Okay. Um, 
I was trying to yeah. sign up, but they but they declined me because I don't have that many followers and I'm like a low key person, so I'm not yeah. gonna gain any more followers than what I already have, and I barely post on IG anyway. So I said, yeah, fuck y'all. Yeah, speaking of things, I gotta get better on my stuff because, like I said, <laughs> I have to sit down and take a minute to write those down, mm-hmm. and. I don't like how people on TikTok and Instagram do reviews because they switch their voice up to sound all sexy. Yeah. Especially yeah, one particular person be like, yo, what's up? So me and my girl <laughs> I went out. Street, yeah. I watch that. So, uh, me and my girl went out to this hot spot here in Atlanta. <laughs> it was a cool little date night or whatever. And uh da 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 that shit gets on my nerves. Like be you. Just be mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Kira, I thought he said. I'll do that little whisper like. Yeah, so um if you're looking for a really but, nice you know, you know, like on TikTok, TikTok, you can change your voice with their um features on the side after you after you record on TikTok. You have to record it on TikTok. So. No, these are these people's voices. Oh my god. And they sound like this. And like and I'll tell you, and you can tell who is um, of the Caucasian persuasion and who is a uh, Negro. I can't. Because the, the black people either try to sound real hype and try to cuss a lot and try to sound like comedians or they sound real low and real like they have like these real sexy, sultry voices. Uh-huh. And then the white people are just white people in it. Yeah. But that's my rant. I've been I've been in a mood all day, so forgive me. You are free. It is just Tuesday. The hump day. Halfway through the week. I will be up on Friday. It's not coming here fast enough. Praise him. Um, Monday and Tuesday. Good reads. Y'all have a great night. Um, hmm. Go back to play What you call this shit? Is selling like hotcakes out of Target. Who? Kevin uh, the Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got one of her um tumbler cups. It's so cute. My mama had pissed me off because I bought a Kevin the Brown um butternut squash bisque. Yeah, I bought two, and Drew had one, and then I was gonna eat the other one, and I bought these before I left. So when she came, so when we came back, and she was in the house, she was like, "Ooh, which I got to eat?" And I said, "Well, we got these soups. Mm-hmm. We had a tomato basil bisque, and then I had my tabitha brown soup." And she was like, "Ooh, let me get that butternut squash." I said, "You sure you want this?" She said, yeah. She's like, yeah, that sounds good. Let me get it. I said, my did you read the ingredients? Because my mom is a very, my mom is very old school. She don't believe in yeah. vegan nothing. She will go meatless, but she don't do like vegan nothing. She, I, I yeah. thought when I told, and then when I told her that she had to switch her diet up if she wants to live a healthier lifestyle, she died. Well, I ain't going vegan. I said, mom, I ain't tell y'all that. All I said right. was, you have to switch your diet up, meaning, you know, less sugar, less this, less that, whatever, whatever. Yeah. She was like, oh. So, anywho, I was like, Ma, you sure you want this? It got coconut milk in it. Ooh, I like coconut. You like coconut with butternut squash? I ain't never Wait, had it, but I feel like I like the coconut or coconut milk. She Why can't she like, no, she like coconut. I said, do you like coconut milk? 
it's coconut it's al- coconut. I said mom. It's coconut milk used <laughs> to make the butternut squash. Do you want this? And she's like, Yeah, yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I said, Okay, you sure? Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. I heated up for her. She took two spoonfuls. I don't like this. Uh I'm done. I said, Why you take the tomato basil? You like tomatoes. I just wanted to try something different. Well, did you try something different on somebody else's dime? Not mine. Okay. Oh, God. Maybe throw my Dale suit down a drink because she didn't want to drink the shit. I should have just gave her a little bit. That's what I do with the girls. If you're like, oh, I want to taste. I'm just like, when I warm mine up, I'm going to give you a spoon, your own spoon, because I don't want your mouth on my stuff. I know. Kids are really bad about that. They don't care. They just want to. They are really <laughs> bad about that. And I'm just like, no. Like, like people think once or something play in my house, I'd be like, boy, bank your ass up because you're not going to eat these grapes. Because <laughs> 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 he's like, I'm going to eat these greens. Like, you're not going to play in my salad, dog. Like, right. get the hell on. <laughs> the code the next time he do that, I'm going to come over and uh, go in your pantry and take all his snacks. <laughs> Kobe about to get the mean side eye. Like, who is Girl, what's that? Kobe ran over there. He about to beat me up, girl. Like, (laughs) oh man, the big ass feet. All I heard was. Listen, he did have some long feet. I'm just like, dog, what is that? Size eight in this thing. Shit. The funniest thing was when he broke his ass at Kiki. <laughs> he me, man. I, I am struggling. I really am. I asked my sister, I said, how much time they give you for um, taking out your kid if you brought him in the world? If you white, no time. <laughs> because you under the jail. They put you under the jail if you black trying to send your child to a different school. All that. Because I am like, struggling like I updated my will and everything uh, last week because I was just ready to just risk it all <laughs> I gotta do mine actually I was ready to risk it all because it's because he don't know any better and it's like there's no reasoning with him at this age Yeah, but it's like I be like wanting him to know certain stuff and he just don't know and it's, and it's just super frustrating yeah <laughs> uh, you know Come over here trying to talk. It is so. It is frustrating. Mm. My mom. My mom. I, I, my mom is realizing that my kids only respond to violence. Mm. And she was like, "It shouldn't be that way. That's not good." I said, "No, it's not good." But I ain't got time to be saying three times to do something. So I'm just man. Nook if you book. Man, that repeating yourself, yourself shit is for the birds. That's that's what I do with Kobe. It's like mother, like how many times do I gotta tell you not to do something? And then once you spank them, then they be looking crazy. I be exhausted. My throat be scratchy like girls at Freak Nick. I'm tired. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your night. Thanks for listening. (laughs) So more picture of me. I have a great evening. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh.
Thank you for listening to someone please go be. All right, just play it later. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, thank you.